from KFNX News Talk Radio 1100, it's Chatterbox, where you'll find the latest news, interviews, and updates about the gaming world. The views and opinions expressed are those of the host, the guests, and callers only, and not necessarily those of KFNX News Talk Radio 1100. And now, here's your host for Chatterbox. Uh, we're back, everybody. Do you know what this show is? The Aura's Only Marginally Crippled Now show? <laughs> I would I would say you're more than marginally crippled still. What comes after marginally? I, Partially? Um, almost wholly crippled. <laughs> <laughs> you, wa- you walked into I'm, this... I'm doing better, I swear. You walked into the studio like a 90-year-old man worried he might slip and fall. <laughs> A- able-bodied, my dear old man, yeah. I might okay. add. And uh, we've got TJ in here, too. Yes. Peter, do you know what the show is? Yes, it's Chatterbox Video Game Radio. It is the final show in an eight-year run. And, and we will then start another year, but, but yeah. Because if I remember correctly, our very first show was some somewhere in the, in the teens of January, like the 17th, the 16th, something like that. It was eight years ago. It'd be impossible to tell right now, but uh, a very long time ago. And so this is the last show of the eighth year. And to commemorate it, aren't you glad that now, once again, my dulcet tones can be captured by the studio mic instead of that cell phone? Sure. That actually, yes, very much so. I don't know if anybody's listened to the last few episodes. I titled the last one "Don't Listen" for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, Partially because I couldn't hear anything that that Aro was saying. So um, we're back, and we're ready to finish up that eighth year and move into the ninth. Very exciting stuff. Uh, TJ, who's who's recently become a Phoenician, is going to join us for this show. Yeah. That's what happened. Are you enjoying your time here in the Valley of the Sun? Yes, the Valley of the Sun. It's amazing. I I love Arizona already. Okay, really? so, so hold on, hold on. i got to get something straight That's because here. it's the winter time. Let me explain that to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so last time we spoke to you, you were... Going to make your way into the world of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I, I had contacted all of my famous millionaire <laughs> friends, and I said, "Give this kid a chance. He's got he's got something good. He's coming he's coming down the line any day now." We interviewed you on the air for a job. Yeah. Now what happened? What happened there? Uh, to sum it up, um, I spent uh, the past two months in Los Angeles. Had an amazing. Has time. it been two months? Ish. Just just slightly less than two months. No, it couldn't be because it was like the day I bought my car. It's been a month and a half. Holy a month crap. and a half. Okay. Okay. C- close. Um, uh, spent uh, the time in Los Angeles. It was amazing. Uh, so much fun. I would suggest everybody at least visit Los That's Angeles. That's too bad you Phoenix now. Well, <laughs> well, uh, I I I worked uh, freelance there. Had uh fun times there but uh i got a job in arizona so i took it and now doing exactly I'm here. what you wanted right what i want to do yes it's amazing so he he came out of the show we we gave him a mock interview and then i i literally helped him get a job yep he i did. can't i can't i am like a facilitator that's so, what happens after listening to the show for seven years i uh, deserve only, a finder's fee for that wait so you're actually maybe yeah. you're actually here like you want to be here Yes, I I am. I'm okay. here because I want to be here. Okay, that's, um, that will all fantastic. change in about five months, sir. Five months, okay. You will change okay. your mind. But yeah, no. After Come June, after seven seven years of listening to the show, I Alon helped me get a job, and now I get to be on the radio show. Wow. So how old were you when you started listening? I can't do math. Nine. It's like three, four, nine. Ten. Nine, maybe three and a half. <laughs> 
Yeah. I was I was an originalist, sir. One of, one of the original few. Well, that's good. You met another super fan this week too. Yes. Yeah, we had two super fans in Phoenix at the same time. And then there's super fan Colin. Super fan Colin, he's local. Ah, yeah. uh, yes. How could we forget? But uh-huh. but I'm here to stay. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. So what have we got in the docket today? Well, we just played two <laughs> games. I was gonna I was gonna say crappy three. games. Did we play three? Three. Oh but no, we, one of them was uh, not a game. We, <laughs> We I don't even think we even one. know the title. That was, that was one of those Japanese um, discussion simulators. <laughs> That's, Ara, we've talked about in the past how Ara has the, uh, signed himself up for the you know, the Japanese version of the PlayStation because, Store and the Xbox the Store and whatever. the U.S. stuff just, like, isn't good oh, enough Oh, yeah, no, the U.S. stuff's not good it's compared not, to that awesome Japanese this, stuff. It's not good enough for me. After so, seconds of playing. Well, well, here's the funny thing about that. Like, we'll, we'll move on from this in a minute, I promise. But, but like... It's funny because the the digital download stuff, right, has not really been embraced in Japan as strongly as it has here. And uh-huh. you can see that reflected on the Japanese side of, like, you know, the PlayStation Store and the XBLA Store and all that stuff. It's, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just, so anyway, consequently, most of the stuff on there few things are unique that you can get on the Japanese side that you can't get here, but they're usually pretty crappy, unfortunately. It, it was a load, I'll tell you that much. But we then tried Choplifter HD and Asura's Wrath. Now, what's funny is, and I realized this partway through our playing, TJ didn't even know what Choplifter was. <laughs> and I, I probably could name a whole list of games that you've never heard of. No, but it's... it's Just because it's classic and old. But it's because the games you want to name are crappy, whereas... Choplifter is a game that everybody knows, unless you're probably the average age of our listener. Don't try to wiggle <laughs> out of it. Just, just, just come clean, dude. So you're acting like a so video R&I, game hipster. You were there when yeah, video games I, were invented. We were just like, oh man, you don't know. Do you even know who Madonna is? Like, no, do you know okay. anything that happened like okay. in the see, '90s see, or the like, '80s? See, I've played games because... with vector graphics before. No, 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 oh no, 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 no. Listen, listen. Look, like since you've been wars? such a diligent <laughs> listener. You know that was the first one, right? <laughs> that every single time, right, Alan brings up something that has to do with pop culture. He's snarky. Half the time, I don't know what it is. So it's <laughs> there's no shame in admitting that you've not been able to identify it. Oh, is what I'm saying. Did I not just flat out said I have no clue what that game was? Uh, yeah, no clue. Anyway, luckily it's not that great a game to begin with. However, in its time, it was quite a popular game. This new one's not a game as well. Um, oh, it's a game. Why do you keep saying it's not a game? You it's said the game. previous one was not Here, a game. Here's the thing. The it's... previous one was a dialogue box with text. <laughs> so I was worried that Choplifter HD would simply be, you know, shiny new graphics on Choplifter. But it is not. It is the old Choplifter with shiny new graphics and slightly enhanced gameplay. Missions. Which is exactly what a remake should be, in my opinion. Secret missions. Oh, there are secret missions that I did not know how to unlock. That you got, you got, you got to admit, you were at least a little bit enthused by that uh, little incident a lot had with the news reporter. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's it's basically you know a fresh coat of paint on chocolate. Are we so, gonna, are we gonna tell so the listeners what that was? Oh, killing the yeah, like, yeah. So all right, so it's not just new graphics; like it's like all sorts of stuff in in the environment. So there's you know people and buildings and traffic and all sorts of stuff happening and. And in one of the scenes, there's, uh, you know, you're in like a desert environment, like Afghanistan or something, although I'm sure it's not a real location. And there's uh, a reporter and the camera person, 
It, like can, in the game. They're, yeah. they're just like right below you. You're flying your chopper and on the ground there's this reporter and they're moving around. And if you get close to them with the helicopter, they they sort of like run out of the way because they know that you're coming down. But if you if you fall actually on them, then <laughs> instantly this this news this bright red news ticker will go on the bottom of the screen. Breaking news, like Scoop Sanderson. I think his name was Scoop. <laughs> Scoop. <laughs> Scoop Sanderson Scoop. dies like on on the job or something. And it's it was actually kind of funny. <coughs> That's just me. Coming. That was the best part of the game. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, so it is just a shiny new choplifter, and for those who don't know what choplifter is, you'll have to figure it out. Um, go look at the old old school version. It's uh, it's just old. Like I want to say Atari. I don't know if it has anything to do with Atari, but it was like Atari era game, probably made on like 50 different PCs and and various consoles. Um, kind of like Pac-Man was arcade game. Yeah, there's an arcade. There's arcade. Do yeah. we know who made it? it? Was like Data East or something. You know what? I thought it was like, gosh, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to see something wrong. And there were only and like three anger, companies and back anger then. the hipsters, but I, I thought it was like a Sega game. I was under the impression. Really? I was under. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe I mean like Data East. I don't think I it's would, that. But something I wouldn't like say that. no. But but wasn't it even out on like the Apple II? It was on the Apple II. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I think I believe the original was, so was Apple, arcade, if I'm not mistaken. Apple did have games back then. Come on, oh, we we got to have like concurrent. Wikis. Yeah, wiki go wiki that here. noise. Uh, no, wait. Atari published it on Atari, of course. Um, okay, good. Just talk when you figure it out. Don't, don't this, just keep reading everything like, you find. There's, literally, like, there's just like literally a list of each publisher and... Is that how it worked back in the day? Like, if it was coming out on Atari, then Atari published it. If it came out on ColecoVision, oh, then, then okay, so ColecoVision published it. Actually, I was right and wrong, right? So Sega made the arcade version in 85, but it first came out in 82. Wow. And it was it was a Broderbund game developed Broderbund. by... Developed by... Man, Dan, you don't hear about them unless you're talking about Load Runner. Dan Gorlin. I don't, I don't know that's that That's the guy who made it. Okay. Yeah. Now you, you're never getting your iPhone back. All right. So we played that. Then we played Asura's Wrath, which I think is more interesting to discuss. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Craziest video game Do, ever. Do you think we can cover this in the next minute? No, not of course at all. not. <laughs> Basically, give them a suggestion that they need to try out the demo. It's not. Uh, is it on the English or American version oh, of the story? Yeah, you can get it. Okay, you, you can, can get it. it. Clearly, uh, dude, it was all English. Definitely uh, get a group of friends together and play the game <laughs> together because. So, so I'll, I'll elaborate this on this later, maybe. But it's the most interesting thing about it for me because I, we were watching and Alan was playing. But I, I felt playing, like well, yeah, it's, it's a stretch to use such a strong word, but um, I found like I'm like this is you know this is really entertaining you know like God of War made me angry, particularly you know the 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 minimally interactive sequences uh, for obvious reasons, and this game is a lot of that, and it's really like you know like a homage in a lot of ways. Or they just said, oh yeah, that Dragon Slayer thing. Right, because obviously God of War didn't invent this sort of thing. That Dragon's Lair thing, yeah, this game is mostly that, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing that was wait, 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 hey TJ, most you interesting. Know what, you know what Dragon's Lair is? I, I'm an animator. So I was gonna say you horror. better know okay. what that one is. Thank I God. Know okay, Slayer so is. anyway, I, I was, I really enjoyed watching it, and I thought to myself, I don't know if I would like it any more if I was playing it. Yeah, I think that's the case. So it's basically. Those parts of God of War where it just tells you to press X or tells you to, you know, jam on circle as many times as you can. Um, and it does some stuff with the, the control sticks and whatever. But it's all, it's it's just an inter- interactive story where you're you're kind of pressing buttons, 
but really you're just watching it. And they they do make it super exciting. Once right? in a while, the Dragon Ball, it's not just that. Now, once in a while, you get like some actual reticle aiming. Yeah, and, and running around, and running around, and around pressing some rarely. buttons. But but it's the sort of thing where like I'm I don't think I could have died. Like I was getting hit a lot. We kind of tested it a little bit. There yeah. is a life gauge, but I'm pretty sure it would be <laughs> super hard to that let it go down to zero. Yeah. Like like that last one where like you kind of like missed the final punch, but it didn't matter. So we're like, well, thank God you put in all those other punches before that <laughs> one. Yeah, um, it's uh, it it was strange because it was fun to do. It was actually fun to play just because it, there was so much, you know, visceral energy coming off of the TV into my brain, but. As a game, it's it's not a game at all. Yeah. And I wonder if any part of it is, but like that demo showed pretty much everything there game. is, I would think. So, anyway, we'll be right back. Where else are you going to find a Master of Science program in technology that creates thinkers who understand how business works and how to apply the technology? Where else are you going to discover a graduate degree in technology that is customized to meet your objectives? Where else in the Valley, on campus or online, can you study at the only private university that gives you the opportunity to focus in specialized areas like network security, artificial life programming, and game studies, as well as technology management? Where else? Where else but the University of Advancing Technology? UAT's graduate technology program is accelerated. It combines business with technology. It offers the flexibility to adapt quickly to changes that come in high-tech fields. Feed your brain. Lead. Manage. You won't find this innovative environment anywhere else. UAT, the select private university where you'll be fully immersed in technology. The experience is unrivaled. Click UAT.edu. That's UAT.edu. Yeah, he's already shown his resourcefulness. This is um This is why I'm here. This is giving you extra brownie points for sure. Just so people don't get crazy ideas. He just brought up a chair and invited me to rest my leg on it. My my leg that's part of the crippled side of my because body. Because you're like in pain. Because I'm I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that I, we have this. And chair. because you want Ara's body closer to yours. We understand. I don't we think understand your motivation. I don't think it's closer at all. I, I think, think it's it is. further uh, away. I look at the foot. It's now you can reach out and touch him anytime you want. Give him that consoling little foot squeeze. <laughs> it's the burden of my life. What can yeah. I say? All right. Well, as always, uh, before we move on, I'm going to remind everyone to go to uat.edu. That's the website for our, our wonderful sponsor, the University of Advancing Technology. And uh, it was funny. I was talking to TJ about, about that today, actually. He's like, you know, I thought this show was put on by UAT because you talk about them all the time. And um, just or I don't know if this is a reminder or just uh, some sort of information. It's not. Like, this is a totally independent show, but I used to go to UAT, and when, like, I think it was a professor. Of, yeah, it was. It was a professor of mine. He's like, we should totally do a radio show. We could totally get UAT to sponsor that. And they were like, yeah, we will, because we like endorsing student projects. And so that's what it is. Um, Although I'm no longer a student, they still uh, they still do support the program, and that's awesome. So anyway, I'm just throwing that out there. We're not uh, we're not just shilling UAT and filling it in with video game stuff. We actually like this is just us. So are you saying that you will allow other sponsors? Sure, if somebody wanted to sponsor the show. Nintendo. I don't I don't I don't spend a lot of my time hunting Sony. down sponsors though. Microsoft. <laughs> 
games. Yeah. All right. Feel free to email me. Our website is chatterboxgameshow.com. You can, you know, ask for the stats. All you potential sponsors yeah. out there. Let me tell you, the, the only time a video game company uh, contacted us, suggesting they would want they wanted to sponsor the show, it was it was Take Two wanted to to uh, sponsor the show, but it was also while Take Two was um, threatening to sue me, <laughs> or soon soon after they sort of stopped communicating with us, wanting to sue us over the name, and so. Uh, oh, I was because. like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take that bait. I'm not gonna return this email and tell him what our stats are, <laughs> tell him how many downloads we have, because I bet he's trying to get a lawsuit ready. <laughs> People probably don't even remember what the show is named after. I do. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Three. Hey, listen, it's what? inspired by. I don't want to say oh, it's named na- after. Named after. Oh, right after we talked about lawsuit. <laughs> um, because it clearly isn't. <clears throat> no, it isn't. Inspired by the radio station in, in uh, Grand Theft Auto Three. But uh, but yeah, they they were sending us nasty grams, and um, soon afterwards, or not so soon afterwards, they're like, hey hey, we're from Take Two, we're thinking about sponsoring the show. Can you send us send us the stats? And I'm like, no. <laughs> this was when probably podcast started, and they didn't realize what a podcast was. And this is halfway through the life. I mean, do you remember? I were think you, this was before me. This was before you. Yeah. How long have you been here? Do you even remember when I don't you started? Know, a couple days. I think it was 2006 when you and I met, so it had to be yeah. like six years ago. Oh, six sounds right. Okay. So it must have been really early then. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wow. When, when I impressed you about my deep knowledge of the Gradius canon. <sighs> wow. I don't. I don't think we've ever actually talked about. Well, we might have talked about this, the lawsuit thing once, barely. Yeah. But um, I don't think you. Anyway, we held our heads high. Yes. By we, I mean me, because none of you guys were involved at the time, and I uh, got the EFF because they're awesome to get me a lawyer for free. That totally worked. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. And he helped me stick up for myself, and I told him to suck it, and no lawsuit came to be. So they and did at this suck point, it. Yes. At this point, I'm pretty sure that... They're continuing to suck it? <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm pretty sure that trademark law says that I'm allowed to use it since they didn't go after me, and they, knowing, they knew about it and chose not to sue me. So they have relinquished the trademark, or their claimed trademark to the word chatterbox in this respect. Which they probably never had. Oh, they definitely did not have it. If you look in the instruction booklet, it mentions Shatterbox without even a TM, which is free. Like, you don't have to register to get a TM. Yeah. You just put it on stuff that you write, and it's yours. So you're saying if I ever write anything down, I should just put a TM right after every single every word. Every single word. Every single word. Absolutely. All right. So, so this, but I guess this isn't the, the Chatterbox Law Program. <laughs> oh, I would not be disappointed if it became that. But anyway. I, I would like that. I wanted to say a couple more things about Asura's uh, Wrath before we moved on to another topic. And How wrathful was he? Oh, he was oh, pissed there was, off. There's, all there is is wrath in that game. I mean, it's just wrath all the time. He but had that actually, that's actually kind of what I want to talk about, right? I mean, in the demo, there's only two scenarios, right? Uh, two arms or six arms. And, and, no, 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 scenarios, right? Yes, and you have <laughs> one of you could have many arms in the game. Um, or get the arms ripped off. Yeah, well, I mean, what else is going to get ripped off with so many arms? Uh, but here's the thing, right? Here's the funny thing. It's like It was actually really, really cool to watch because the... Sequences were so epic, right? And I mean, like, epic in, like, a physical scale, right? So this is, like, Dragon Ball, like, even more amplified, I guess, if you could think of that, yeah. right? It's you like were... taking the, the most amazing parts of Dragon Ball, and I'm not a huge fan of that, but the most... Me neither. I'll use the word epic again. The most epic of scenes and compressing all it's, of the ones of the series funny. into one game. They've yes. used, they've re, they've one scene. Epic. The word epic has been overused so much that we cannot use the word epic to describe this now. Yes. But... Here was my disappointment, is that, like, okay, like, we saw the demo, 
We saw the like the other enemy god turn into about a quarter the mass oh, yeah. of the earth. These characters are gods. We saw we saw like the other other enemy god um like you know shoot his sword and make it like longer than the earth. Wait, so that, so that first god was only a quarter size of the earth because he was many times larger than the earth. No, I think that was just a camera trick. Wait, oh. wait, wait <laughs> what? what he looked about? like he his looked finger like a, was the size of Antarctica. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Okay, anyway, he was really big, <laughs> around the size of the Earth, roughly. However, he was that more is. Jupiter. Okay, anyway. I, I still think it was just perspective. Anyway. <laughs> Hold um, on. Here's this is, the thing. This is a serious argument we have to solve. Perspective. Yeah, I know perspective as an artist. <laughs> you know perspective tricks. Okay, yes. so, look, but that's not well, the point. Let's not get off track here, all right? Here's the thing. It was like, after all this, I'm like, what else could I be surprised by? I mean, we've already had the thing that's either a quarter or bigger than the Earth, depending on how you count. We've already had, like, the sword go through the Earth, right? <laughs> not like, and not just else? through the Earth, like, one end of the blade on one side of the Earth yeah, yeah, and the yeah. other blade. So it's it's larger yeah, than the yeah, Earth. <laughs> because it's extending. It also started on the moon and extended out yeah. originally. I, here's the thing. I cannot be surprised anymore. I mean, like, what are you going to do? Galaxy-sized things? Are I you gonna, it was are pretty you gonna cool. like turn it around and have something miniature for shock value? Like what? <laughs> That's. I think it'll probably like zoom out to the Milky Way or something. Yeah, or the whole universe, and and the end of the game will be the recreation of the Big Bang. Yeah. So anyway, that would be can, great. I like that. You one can only way. use that shtick for so long, is what I'm saying, and I'm really hoping that the rest of that content of the game movie is really <laughs> the game um, movie b- yeah. continues to hold such interest and novelty. Yeah, I not playing the game. I actually enjoyed watching it, and normally I don't like watching games. I mean, because we were basically playing Mystery Science Theater. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. With the, which <laughs> the first time I really it felt justified to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> with the video game, because usually people are just whining. Yeah, no, it was pretty ridiculous. All right, so there you have it. If you uh, if you like Dragon Ball or you like uh, interactive movies or not playing too much, play Astro's Wrath. Yeah, the it triangle was, it was button a lot. Here's a, a game like this took a lot of time to develop because just putting graphics on a screen, you know, and, and the lighting and all that. Actually, there was one part that I was really impressed just by the visuals. Um, it's very pretty. Yeah. So it, it looked really nice, and I'm sure it took a long time to develop. Luckily, I'm sure the game mechanics didn't take long at all, so that saved a little bit of development time. But, like, I'm sure they're going to charge 60 bucks for this game, and it's definitely not worth 60 bucks. Like, if they sold this game for... I would want to say 20, but they'd probably throw it out for 30. Uh, it would make sense to me. You're getting an interactive story. Okay, it's kind of I have a feeling neat, this is going to be full like, price, dude. Uh, it's definitely going to be. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. But it's not worth more than a movie. And you pay these days, you could pay up to like 30 bucks for a movie if you're on <laughs> Blu-ray or something. Yeah. But uh, even that, like I personally wouldn't pay that much. And that's what you're getting. You're, you're literally just getting a movie where you press a few buttons. Um, it's not a game. And so... It, it's try. I'm, I'm surprised by the idea that people would actually pay this much for it. Maybe they don't know what it is at first, and they just like looking at pretty stuff. But um, I'm offended by the idea that they might ask for sixty dollars for this game. It's very upsetting. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Um, CES happened. Do we have a couple things for CES? My inbox has been just flooded with stuff about CES, but not stuff that I think is interesting. There were a couple in, things in this context. I wanted to bring up that kind of caught my eye. Um, 
because I'm usually not the biggest, you know, I'm not into, I don't know, CES, it's like all the gadgets that are not exciting, and maybe a couple that are exciting, right? Razer has a tendency to announce their stuff at CES. Yeah. So anyway, there's there's this one um, Intel demo that has uh, made a couple of waves on the internet, because the guy who was giving the demo, it was like of some kind of like Ultrabook, is that what they're calling it? Yeah, they're calling it Ultrabook. Ultrabook, and they give a demo and something bad happened. And you'll find out what that is when we return. Hey, it's me, Mario. You're listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. It's a number one. Website chatterboxgameshow.com. If you want us to talk about something specific, you should let us know. You can email us, Ara and myself, from the website. It's there. Um, I don't update the website, so it's not updated. Don't care. I update the show every week. That's what I do. If somebody wants to donate a website design, they should do it. Dude, I, I just honestly, I could make a WordPress site for it in like three minutes, but actually, no. I could do the WordPress site, but I, I don't have experience with PodPress and I don't want to bother learning right now. So. But if somebody just wants to, like, do it, make the site, and then send me the database, then sure, whatever. <laughs> I'll do it. But, uh, but yeah, like, I got to get on the horn with our host and be like, set up the database and take these files. That's... Anyway, uh, so stuff, other stuff is going on. You, you wanted to continue what you were saying. All right, yeah. So, so Intel, uh, you know, gave this demo of their new Ultrabook game product, and they wanted to show off, you know, oh, how well does it run, right? And so they were demoing a game on it. Right, and this guy's demoing this game, except, and he's pretending to play, right? And I think you may know where I'm going with this by using the word pretend, because he's like, he's like driving, and then he's like, he's talking about something, and he's like, oh, and like, what's interesting is, you know, I can actually let go of both hands because somebody's playing it behind the scene, like, in, behind the stage, right? And it's like, oh, haha, it's funny, but then if you look at the video that was taken. Um, somebody took this shot of like a certain angle, and on the bottom, you can see the control panel for video, VLC video player. So it was actually only showing a pre-recorded video and claiming that it was gameplay, right? And that's not the that's not the angle on this though. The angle that so I wait, wanted but, to take. But let me. Go so ahead. he was pretending to play it, right? But then he said, "And I can let go because somebody else is controlling it." Right. Basically. So he was implying that it was being controlled. But it was really just a video. Right. He was still representing that somebody was controlling it, whereas, no, nobody was controlling it. The thing wasn't even drawing graphics. Okay. It was, well, unless you count compressed video as graphics, right? Yeah. Why would they so, do this at all? Uh, well, why do musicians lip sync on stage? So they don't mess up. Exactly. But he messed up twice over. Well, sometimes your best laid plans, right? All right, so what but is the angle you want to Here's the with? angle, right? So I saw this story on one of the popular blogs, and here's the funny thing is that a lot of people are saying that, oh, you know, it's okay. You know what? It's okay to run pre-recorded videos in lieu of actual demos on stage. And I'm like, 
Is it? Is that really okay? I don't think that's okay. That I'm, doesn't sound okay to me. What, what Devoid psych- of any other context? Sure, it's okay to show video. One, it's but it's not okay to lie. And two, he was probably intending on showing off the power of the machine. Right. That's the thing. It's like it's like if you say, "Oh, this is just a video," no problem, right? But don't lie about it. And if you're trying to show off that it's powerful enough to to create these graphics, then obviously a video is not cool. What? Internet site where you're reading, everybody complains about when it's a pre-recorded video game versus a actual gameplay and stuff like that, and especially somebody playing it. One of the fake playing ones. it. That's crazy that people would not have a problem with it. I would assume every single person would have a problem with it. Well, I guess some people. I'm guessing there were both don't. sides, and he just pointed out that there was some on the other side of the fence. Well, that's or you know maybe a lot of people who work for Intel like to comment. What do I know? The other funny thing about what I heard about at CES was Toshiba's glasses-free 3D TV. They're not the only ones, dude. Plenty of people are making the glasses-free these days. I think... Yeah, maybe they're not the only ones, right? But this is the first I've actually heard that glasses-free technology is actually happening. And I'm kind of looking at this 3D thing differently now because if I don't have to wear glasses, this is not so retarded anymore to me. Yeah. Well, but you have a 3DS and you understand what glasses... 3D really mean. <laughs> well, it, the sweet spot is quite small. And the resolution it, right? on but that. But these is guys, small. these guys are saying that the camera will actually be able to turn itself toward you in order to enlarge in that sweet spot, which is also very interesting. The camera? You what? mean the camera on the TV that knows where you are? There's something. There's some kind of camera pointing at you. Come on. I, yeah. No, I did read about one where it, it has a camera so it knows where you are yeah, and can change that's, somehow yeah. change its uh, the the field. The, the position you have to be in to get the proper field of view. That's I, funny. Yeah, they have a camera in this set whose apparent sole purpose is to just find out where you are. Yeah, and that, but there's also one that can accommodate up to like nine people. Yes. That's weird. Yes. I don't know no, this how is the, the hell it this does is that. No, this is the same one, and I also do not know how the hell that happens. I want, I want a camera on a TV just so I, like, I can Skype with people. That would be great. Well, how about just yeah. get a connect or Cisco telepresence. anything? Yeah. Yeah, there's a million ways to teleconference these days. You have an iPhone, sir. I do, but how much easier would it be if it was like on the TV? I've done it before. Yeah. Me and uh, the one person I ever ever used my Connect Video thing with, I can't remember. He's another podcaster on All Games Radio. Anyway, I'll remember his name one of these days and mention it. But uh, but yeah, I tested it out, and it's pretty boring. Pretty boring. Oh well. So here here's the one other thing that um. Also, me was made very, very starkly apparent to me that the compromise that you get with this 3D stuff, right, that most people don't uh, seem to appreciate, and I, and I think it may be uh, almost pretty much inherent on all the products that they make. I think, especially for like re- regular use TVs, is that it seems like every one that's come out so far, or even been announced, is you, you're compromising. If you go into 3D mode, you're going to sacrifice resolution because the TV is going to be built to draw a certain resolution on a strict 2D screen. And for it to go into 3D mode, it's going to have to use double the video memory and double basically its resources to produce both sides of the stereoscopic image, which means that your effective image is, is actually – wow. Your effective image is actually going to be far reduced in resolution. And even this $10,000 Ultra Dream TV does that. It goes down does to 720, right? goes down to 720, but it boasts – what is this? Wait, it should Something, be half. It, it should be less than 720. It, it actually boasts half. like 4,000 pixels on a side or something crazy like that. 
Because like uh, what? It f- yeah, it's a 4K TV, yeah. but in 3D mode, it's 720. Right. There you go. That's how it works. That's the compromise. Because 720 is actually one third of 4K though, or one ninth. No, it's yeah, one ninth. Yeah. It it's a lot less. But issue. it's same thing. Even with today's stuff, right? I, I think we're going to always have this compromise because I don't think it's going to be economically feasible for any company to produce a TV that's going to like, dr- right? Like if they can make a bigger image, like 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 Toshiba can. They're going to use that bigger image in the 2D mode, right? Well, 3D is always going to be much farther reduced resolution. Well, and if we're looking mode. at that argument, nothing runs in 4K now. There's no 4K material anyway. Oh, fair so enough. So the best you could get you is 1080 material. You can upload 4K video to YouTube, and you can get 4K from a red camera, which everybody has I, red cameras. you done it yesterday. You did it last night. Everybody has red cameras just lying around. <laughs> yeah. And I'm talking about the brand red camera. Hey, with your new job, red. you could buy a red soon, huh? Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's only the cost of a small car. Yeah. Um, but the other thing you sacrifice, and I think everybody knows this, with with 3D is simply the image quality is is lower because you get blurring between each each side. Like your right eye will see some of the left side, and your left eye will see some of the right side. Yeah, that's my biggest complaint of the 3DS right now is that like you really like if you're not really truly in that middle spot and you don't get too excited, you know, you will start seeing the edges of that interference. But even even in the movie theater when you're using the special glasses and whatever, you still see like I'm I'm thinking of avatar now and there are some parts where you know the camera's really low uh the guy's running a- around and there's grass in the in the foreground That's every scene. and you see you know the blades of grass but you're seeing just like you're seeing double image and the only thing that can take care of that though there's a headset that sony released recently i, I don't know if it's released in america yet but uh it's one of those 3d things you, well one of those TVs you wear on your face, so you get one screen per eye. So yeah, that would be shared. great. I don't want to wear glasses. That's but actually supposed to enhance the 3D experience or make it a, just a much cleaner 3D experience. It's also 720, by the way. Indeed. <laughs> I totally want one, but uh, you know, I don't want to drop 700 bucks on a headset TV. The, the glasses are annoying it alone. So why would you? No, put they're cool. I actually have a headset TV. Headset. I have a virtual IO one. It's a 320 by 240 res from like the the days of the Nintendo 64. Yeah, it was cool. I used to like I used to play uh It's like a virtual boy. Mario 64 kind of played Mario Except 64 you were laying to in bed. Yeah. I'd lay in bed, play Mario 64, my mom would not know that I'm playing video games. I could just stay up and play. Those things were pretty cool. Yeah. I think I've still got it actually. It's been in a hot Phoenix garage, but Expensive. whatever. But cool. I think I traded a Jaguar for it. An Atari Like ja- the car? An Atari <laughs> Jaguar? Oh, okay. Like it, the animal? Well, that was a pricey console. Too. Yeah. All right, so um, what else have we got here? Now, um, TJ, you seem to be uh, upset by something. About about Steam? Something, I'm not upset by Steam. You no, know, you're not upset? Tell us about it. It's uh, Keep in mind, by the way, before you say anything, I bought my first thing on Steam ever last week. Actually, I... I haven't even downloaded it yet, but I bought it. Really? Yes. What was it? Civilization V. Oh, there you go. Super version yeah. on PC and Mac. Minus a few DLC. That's what's awesome about it. No, I got it. It's got all the D- well. Actually, no, has almost all the DLC. You're right. It's not not everything. No, um, I've actually o- I actually only joined Steam a year ago on Christmas because of their Christmas sale, and uh, I mean that's what I kind of want to bring up now is this meta game of Steam and like trying to buy games on sale, and I've never purchased a game on Steam that's been full price. So what's the meta game exactly? The meta game is waiting for a game. To go on sale, buy it, and then just like Alon, never play it. And I not never play it. I don't, I'm not even convinced I have a machine that can play it. But I, like I, I do that too. I buy games I can't run. I have Crisis, and I can't run Crisis. 
But it's like it's super cheap because it was super cheap. It was super cheap. So I totally intend. I'm still playing Civilization Revolution on my Xbox 360. I will play Civ 5. I just my laptop right now freezes if I try to like run a video. So I need to get a new one. No, this this is interesting. I want to go down this this little rabbit hole for a bit. How many games do you have that you bought just because they were cheap and you haven't played yet? Uh, I own about 250-ish games and have not even touched, like, half of them. That, my friend, is Sounds Im- like Ara's Im- house. impressive in... No, like, why do people think I have all these unopened games in my house? Well, you do. <laughs> I asked, like, I asked if I could play a, this game, like, and you said, <laughs> no, I'll sell it to you for, like, $5, and the game is, like, 10 years old. It's over 10 years old. We wouldn't, we wouldn't want to diminish the value of these things. <laughs> um, but... We can get into it. But yeah, I've only been on Steam for a year, so I've collected a lot of games in a very, very short amount of time. Hey, would would Hudson get upset that you were selling that game used, even though it's not used, it's new? <laughs> I don't know. Right? That that's a conundrum. Someone will get someone somewhere will certainly get They're upset. Not, use use game market doesn't upset them. Resale market upsets them. We'll be right back. This is Billy D. Williams from Command and Conquer 3, and you're listening to the Chatterbox Video Game Radio Show. And we're back. It's Chatterbox Video Game Radio. Sponsored by the University of Advancing Technology, whose website is uat.edu. Did I say whose? It's not a person. Yeah. No, I think they decided that they're people now. Uh, corporations are, enti- are, people. are people. Yeah, they're yeah. people. All right. They well, have feelings and rights. I don't actually know if it's a corporation technically. But anyway, uat.edu. Website. Good school. They make it happen. Anyway, um, you were complaining about something that is actually good, not bad. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's bittersweet. Um, what are you going to do? I mean, all these games, like, are you going to keep doing this? Well, that's, yeah, probably. Well, that's the thing. that it's a, it's a weird scenario because I have actually enjoyed and liked Steam for many years before I actually joined it. Like, I, the, the methodology behind what Steam is, uh, which is a download service, and it's technically DRM. But it's done the right way, where you can re-download things on multiple computers. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. We, we don't need to be stuff. a commercial for Steam. But what I want to know is, I mean, clearly at this point, you've been able to recognize in yourself that the rate at which you're buying far exceeds the rate at which you're actually consuming. Yes. Right? And so this is like, I mean, you're going to just keep doing this? You know, like this this drug habit of it, yours? It is a what? problem. That's, that's why I'm bringing it up, because... What, what do you feel support. like you're getting out of this? Like, does it feel good? Like, do you just feel good just to have the deal, even though you're never going to use it, or what? Yes and no. Can I mean, you sell I, I want games. You cannot still sell Steam games once they're once they're activated on your account. Isn't there a discussion that that you, would be? Wait, could really you sell it before you activate it, you, or is, does activation you happen can, as soon as you buy? You can buy a gift copy, and then it goes into your inventory, and then you can trade it, or do whatever you want, or sell it, or so. So far, I've bought the Civ Five, you know, Game of the Year edition. But how long ago did you buy that? Last week, and all I did was buy it. I haven't even downloaded Steam in order to to make me able to download the game. Okay. All I've done is complete the purchase. Would I be able to give that to you? Uh, I wish, but um, no, because if you didn't do a gift copy, it's instantly activated on your account. Okay. 
So if you would have gone with a, the gift route, it would have gone in your inventory, and then you could have just clicked a button and activate it or gift it to somebody else. Wow, that's amazing that they it actually sit in a gift. Wait, so you could you could take it. You you from, could whenever. Okay. So a suggestion would be to buy, buy gift copies. Buy g- gift copies and then activate them that actual day when you actually want to play them. Okay. Or give them away whenever. So I really I screwed up. I should have bought a gift copy. Eh, oh, I mean well. some people do that. I'm planning on playing it. Um, but what what they do is they have these sales, and at least I wait until the sales. I've literally not purchased a single Steam game. Unless it's on sale. Well, I mean, why would you if you know that they're regularly rolling through sales, right? And they're constantly, especially during the holiday sales and the summer sales, and the, they had a fall sale on top of that. I'm kind of like that with uh, XBLA games, except when they go on sale, I look at the sale price and I'm like, no, I don't want it for that much either. Well, that, and I, I don't buy it. There's there's um, a website that you can track what the history of a price for a Steam game is, and I look and see, is this the lowest price or is it not, and then I decide whether to buy it or not. But yeah, I have a ton of games that I have yet to Are they play. all gift copies? No, they aren't. Not uh, Only a few are gift copies right now. So what, like you smartened up at some point? No, no, no. Somebody gifted me a game, and I have yet to activate it just in case wow. I want to re-gift it. Wow. Yeah. Never can be too sure. So they, they actually built in regifting too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you can you can throw a copy around to a thousand different people, and one person has the copy, of course. Do but. you think we could write some sort of macro to to just uh, regift the game between two people repeatedly until their system shuts down? That Every, would be everybody funny. does Steam. That's except they have like five. Uh, during the holiday sale, uh, there was like a couple million trades in like a single day. Uh, I'm talking about a couple million in a single minute, sir. Um, I don't think I don't think it could run that fast. I have a feeling that they've thought of that already. Yeah, <laughs> they probably okay. slow it down. Call me crazy. Um, you think so? But it, it wouldn't be too hard know. to just make sure those things queue if there's a problem. Do you know how many error correction systems are completely reactionary and don't exist well, before somebody? Well, maybe maybe somebody could do it once. All right, I shouldn't suggest taking them down because Steam's one of the things we actually like. Yeah, no, Steam Steam is great. When I say we like, I still don't like digital downloads, but apparently I have succumbed yeah. to to the system, to the man. I guess um, they're the right people. To, it's to been around for like, what, 10 years now-ish? Digital um, downloads or Steam? Steam. No. I think like seven. If I'm not mistaken. Counter-Strike. Ten, when did seven. Counter-Strike come out? That's when Counter-Strike Steam... Source. No. The original Counter-Strike. I think the original Counter-Strike. You are full of it, sir. Well, moving on. Okay. Is there anything else that's upsetting you guys today? Uh, did you see that apparently Skyrim's PS3 stuttering bug is about to be addressed? Uh, I've heard about that, and it just makes me more pleased that I didn't buy the PS3 version. The Xbox 360 version still holding up for you? <sighs> it's holding up. Are but... you playing in, on disc or on, on the hard drive? Well, here's the funny thing is that there was n- actually, I tried it both ways, no appreciable difference for me because everyone's experience is different now because everyone has different bugs. But okay. I did find out that there's this guy, um, shoot, I forgot his name, but there's this character who lives in a little hut next to Whiterun, and uh, that's the name of this little um, town or what have you, and he has a tendency to duplicate himself every once in a while. So I have four copies of him all standing next to themselves and all trying to talk to me in different ways every time I pass by that place. Four. I got four of the copies of the same character. It's just every time you boot it up, there's another version of him? I don't know what causes the duplication, but there's something in that code that causes him to, to duplicate. And like I said, I had one. Later on, I had two. Now I got four. 
Oh, wait a minute. So it's not even one, two, three, and four. It's well, it might it's have doubling. been doubling. I mean, I don't go visit him very often, so he you might have been. Check. Pretty soon, you'll have nothing but that guy in your world. <laughs> well, I, I'm just hoping the dragons will go to him instead of all my other uh, important quest characters, so my game stops breaking. That'd be hilarious, though. What if it was actually exponentially increasing it, to the point it, that he just filled up your world yeah, every time you reboot? It could be. Who knows? That would be the most fantastic bug ever. Your game wouldn't be able to run because of too much modeling. Uh, yeah. I had to look this up to prove Alon wrong. Uh, Steam was released in uh, 2002 uh, for Counter-Strike 1.6. Okay, that's great. So, 10 years. Ex- excellent radio. You've been vindicated. <laughs> Is that Counter-Strike Source? It says Counter-Strike 1.6, so no. Oh, my God. Still, that wasn't the original Counter-Strike. 1.6 was probably like three years after well, it came out. whatever. Okay. I have no idea. Okay, back That's to, right, the back to Ara. All right, all right. Have you guys heard about this um, this uh, this thing happening in Iran lately? Actually, this, I have uh, no idea what you're talking about now. There's a lot of stuff. Un- unrest? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are we gonna... It's funny because <laughs> when I was in fourth grade, there was a poster on the wall that said, The Turmoil in the Middle East. What? <laughs> 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 It's all it said, nothing else. No, it said more than that. It oh. was about turmoil in the Middle East. The point is, in fourth grade, there was turmoil, and now it's like... <laughs> there was a long change. time before your fourth grade, sir. <laughs> no, there, there's this guy. Um, this guy works for... You know, He's a game developer. He's been in the game blogs as of late. And you know, he goes to... Because he's Iranian, so he goes to Iran. And I'm actually... Um, you know, my family's kind of sort of from those parts. So, you know... He goes to Iran to visit you know, his grandmother or something, and the uh, the Iranian police or governor or whatever basically capture him. And they're like, oh, you were hired by the CIA to make uh, American propaganda games to uh, convince people that everything America does is good. And so um, uh, here's your trial, and oh, okay, oh, the penalty is death. We're going we're gonna to kill you. So um, – I'm explaining this in a rather flip way, but I don't mean to. Um, it's pretty, pretty bad, obviously. Um, I don't want anybody to be killed. Much were less. his games actually like politically? Well, uh, what games did well, he make? Were they political commentary? He worked for this company he called called Kuma Reality Games, and it it was it, w- it was released that this company actually did make games for the Department of Defense, um, but the purpose of the games was to teach soldiers. Um, foreign languages in the areas that they were installed in. Um, so, I don't know. It's kind of funny in a way to accuse somebody of making a propaganda game because I would shudder to think that such a game would have so much weight as to warrant death. But on the other hand, people have been killed for much less in that part of the world. Yeah, I was going to say, especially in that part of the world. So... I think, also in the U.S. from time to time. I think the Xbox Burger King games are propaganda games that should be put people. They are to propaganda death. games, yeah. and it, it was. And the the other funny thing was that you know I was reading one of these blogs, and somebody made this rather astute comment that you know maybe the Iranians took uh, this novel that was like written in like the 80s that actually had the exact same scenario. Uh, maybe they thought that that was actually plans uh, for the United States and considered it a blueprint. Yeah, I had not heard about that at all. Yeah, but I feel bad for the guy. Has he already been killed? It's no. There, there are actually there's forces that are trying to rescue him and to try and somehow appeal because 
the U.S. As surprising as it is, um, he did go through a court process and in Iran, and there is an appeals period, and they're trying to appeal and get him back, and hopefully he will be safe and alive. That's so when you say forces trying to rescue him, you mean just legally? Yeah. Uh, yes, there's not like an attack force or anything. Okay. That's interesting because terrorists that we capture over here don't get a trial, so... Yeah. That's a really interesting thing that over there... They just get they, sent to the non-existent, totally well, existent Guantanamo. Huh. Welcome to the world. Wow. All right. Well, that is the end of our final show of the eighth year, uh, by my estimation. And we will be back next week to start year nine. Woohoo. Amazing. Amazing to me. Anyway. Uh, website, chatterboxgameshow.com. I'm Alon. I'm the Crippled Aro. I'm TJ. We'll be back next week. Less Crippled. You've been listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. Tune in next week for more tips and info and the latest and greatest in video gaming. And remember, all your base are belong to us.